0: All right, drink of ages. We are back this week. I hope everybody's having a great night tonight. Uh, we are live here at Drink of Ages Pub, drinking the good beers, and I hope everybody out there is drinking the good beers as well. There's so much good stuff out there, and man, I mean, just just we'll we'll get into this with our guest tonight, which uh, actually happens to be Dr. Bobby Harrell from Back Pew Brewing Company is our brewery guest tonight. What's up, everybody? But um. Um, we'll talk about like, all the different breweries opening up and then different things of what, what he's experienced since he's opened up and just a little bit about the markets and, you know, sit around.
1: We're going to talk beer. Like a sleep, a lot of alcohol, beer gut. I mean, that's basically opening a brewery. You're like, hey, um, you know, I could go run or I could have a beer. And then you just have like five beers and then. Yeah, you just don't go running. You don't yeah. go running anymore. No, yeah, it's, no.
0: it's, 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 it's all good ideas, is what it
1: is. Well, it's kind of funny. Everybody says, like, hey, don't you want to sponsor a triathlon team? Yeah, I'd love to do that. Like, oh, you want to join it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'll, I said i sponsor it. Like, no. I'll, I'll be at the end drinking beer, and I'll drive the van. And you guys, I, I love it. I love the fact that you want to, like, endure all of there that. There are
0: people out there that, that really put out that effort. But and, uh,
1: and that's great, and you can have beer at the end of it, but I'll just go right to the beer and, uh, you know, they made the internal combustion engine and got us right to the end game. Yep. Well, let's
0: uh, get to the sponsorship of this show. It is sponsored by Rar and Sons Brewing Company. Their Oktoberfest, which, you know, it's, it's that time of year. Good folk up there. Good folk. Great folk, man. Fan, fantastic brewery making badass beer in their Oktoberfest. If you haven't tried it, you get out there and get some. We have it here on tap, and you can find it around town. You can find yeah, it in it it a lot of places. Package. It's just just a... I, I've really enjoyed a lot of Oktoberfest beers more this year than probably any year that I can remember. They're seemingly I, I'm rampant. Going out and, and trying to find Oktoberfest beers and sampling them, trying them
1: out. That's good. I mean, they're, they're running rampant, which is good. I, I personally like to see that trend away from like the pumpkin, the PSL beers, you know, as 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 the uh, as the, the, the hashtags or pound science versus old folk. I, I'm, uh, really, are, I'm really I'm you really know. happy
0: to continue to see the pumpkin beers because I, I actually am a fan of pumpkin beers. I think they're they're good. Most
1: well, not all of them are good, but that's with any anything. Yeah, nice. you have really good ones and you have some really bad ones. Hey, no, this is America. We're a country of extremes. They're either good or they're bad, John. Come on, no, there's there's no in between. They're, let's they're, let's get on true. board here.
0: Good or bad, but there's some that are just fantastic, and and so there's people love to hate pumpkin beers,
1: and yeah, it's, it's
0: one of those things. But and if you don't like them, you don't like them. But
1: that's yes, absolutely.
0: But I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm pretty much anything pumpkin bread, pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin, yeah, you get into you
1: get into pumpkin edibles. Uh, well, that came out weird. That, you get into pumpkin things. Those that you are could good eat, as well. Yeah, um, yes. you know you, that that's that's a different ball game. But do you like the pumpkin spice beers, or do you like the beers made with like pumpkin vegetable?
0: I like the, both of them. That's the thing. I like the beers that, that have, like, little hint Ladies, of pumpkin to them. He likes a little bit of everything. I like a little bit of everything. And I like the ones that honestly taste like you're eating a piece of pumpkin pie. That starts off where you get the pumpkin spice, then you get some okay. the breadiness, and it comes at the end with a mm. with the, with the little sweetness. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty easy when it comes to a lot of things. But
1: with Take the. Take note, ladies. With, with now, the, uh, what about sour pumpkin beers? I've seen a couple of those come along.
0: Well, I mean, you know what? I have one in here at the pub that I have not opened up yet. So, what. During the break, I'll go grab it, and we can crack it okay. open, and we'll drink it. I haven't see. tried a
1: sour pumpkin beer, and I don't know what to expect. Did they sour the vegetable? Did they throw the spices in? What'd they do? I don't know. Maybe, don't we'll, know.
0: maybe we'll do a little research during break and nah, figure out tough. exactly how nah, they, 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 they brewed this thing. But we'll open it up, and we'll taste it. And I don't even remember exactly who made this beer, but it's I'm looking at
1: it right now in the cooler. Oh.
0: So <laughs> It's just that time of night where my vision's not the best.
1: And well, to be fair, there's a lot of there's a lot of light. It's glary. I mean, your you know pupils are weird. I mean, let's let's not blame it on anything time of night. It's just you know there's so much luminescence. Don't worry about it.
0: The Edison bulbs really really start you know messing me up at
1: times. <laughs> that, that, we, that we might need to talk if the Edison bulbs are a problem. I mean, it's, a, <laughs> it's hugely inefficient. But I'm an engineer. Let's not dwell on that. I don't need to get into an Edison bulb argument. Well yeah in, yes, people there can be an Edison bulb argument, but we're not gonna get into one here today.
0: No, honestly there there absolutely is because um it, when when they all go out at the same time, it's probably gonna cost more than rent to replace <laughs> all of the Edison bulbs in here. <laughs> and at that idea. point, it's like okay, we're already taking the pictures, the public's good. <laughs> Let's go with the fluorescent bulbs now. Yeah, no, but uh <clears throat> I, I do like pumpkin beers. I I'm actually I'm a big fan of all beers. I mean there there's not really a style that... I, I think the least beer style that I drink are Belgians.
1: I, I'm in the same boat. It the, the thing about Belgians is not that I I dislike them. I actually like sours quite a bit, which is a Belgian style. Or Belgians did a lot of great sours. You know, you think about Cantillon things of that nature. The thing about traditional Belgians, your Singels through Quadrupels, is that they always have a little bit of that extra candy sugar sweetness, and that I just don't jive on. It's like when you go on, you know, you go to Bourbon Street in New Orleans and they're like, "Hey, you want a hurricane?" And my exact reaction is, "No." And they say, "Why?" It's because I drank way too many and bad things happened. And they're so sweet and that residual sugar just takes a hangover into the next level. And it feels to me when I drink most Belgian beers because of the extra residual sugar and those extra candy sugars that I feel like I'm going to go in for the same hurt Lager. Now, given that I have imbibed a copious amount of Belgian beers on several occasions, and that didn't happen. I know that that's a false thing, but it's it's like my body's like, no, don't do it. You know what could happen? It's it could be bad. Don't do it. Remember Hurricane Night. Remember Hand Grenade Night. <laughs> and it does just inherently. It's like a self. It, the good it's, thing yeah, is that you weird. really
0: don't actually remember the Hurricane Night exactly how it ended. You remember it, like waking up and like, God damn.
1: You do You definitely that remember. That's the problem. Berman that's Street. what you remember. You don't remember the fun part. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that'd be a bummer. If you could only remember the fun part and then leave the rest of it behind, you're in good shape. Um, but, uh, but you no, know, I agree with you on that point. I, it's And actually, we're, we're going to do a series. We've been, because we're in an old church, because we're back you Brewing, we've actually been pretty harassed about why we haven't done more Belgium-style, you know, like doing some more monastery-based beers, and we totally will. And the fun thing about it and the cool thing is, you know, sometimes as a brewer, you know, of course, we're always thinking of new recipes, things that we think are fun, but it's always great kind of when your populace makes you think outside the box, like, hey, what about this? And this, you know, Belgium's been around forever, but... Because I don't drink them and I don't really brew them, I was like, "Oh, you guys really want these?" And everybody's going, "Yeah, and cool." I actually had to think about designing a great Belgian beer, and so it's just something I don't do on the on the regular. And so it's been pretty fun to put them together. We haven't brewed a single one though, because it's weird. I've designed uh, I've designed four beers, single through quad, so that's four beers. I haven't brewed a single one because I just look at the recipe. You know, you kind of, it's kind of like cooking. You look at it and you're like, "Yeah, I dig on it." But I don't want to brew it yet. There's just something missing that I don't dig on right yet. So, so we're still working on that. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you know,
0: I, I would love to cook, that, that I would like to know how to cook, but I really don't care that much about eating. So <laughs> I instance, never cooked it. Uh, for instance? Well, <clears throat> there's a lot of like certain desserts. And this is really weird because I'm not a big fan of chocolate.
1: Dude, that's, you're, semi-sweet chocolate or dark chocolate? Because dark chocolate's phenomenal. Semi-sweet chocolate,
0: eh. Yeah, either one. Uh, chocolate's one of those things that I've pretty much avoided a lot of my life. Uh, you know, just eating chocolate. I was chocolates. a fat
1: kid, so I ate lots of chocolate.
0: Yeah, you know, key lime pie, uh, banana pudding, any, pie, any type apparently. of pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Ca- pumpkin pumpkin bretta, pie is breakfast, yeah. 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 But uh, cheesecake, all that, tres oh, leches that's is, is act, absolutely the best. Dude, uh, that's just that's just in your the mouth hole.
1: That's delicious.
0: Yes. But the um, uh, but like chocolates, I would love to make great chocolate desserts. You know, mm-hmm, just because it's mm-hmm. fun. I like, I said, I enjoy cooking. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I never, I've
1: never even made chocolate chip cookies. Dude, that's that's a staple, and people people actually make fun of me. They go, "Oh, what kind of cookie you want? Chocolate chip? Well, that's kind of boring. Don't you want a triple chocolate chunk zucchini, whatever? <laughs> no, I just want just make a solid chocolate chip cookie, and I'm a happy dude. Like I just move on with life. I mean, one of those big ones with the chocolate chunks, but. Hey, that's you know, it's that but that shows you like and there's food. There, there's baked goods. It's just like beer. And the funny thing is you know being a brewer, having a brewery and all that, they're like, well, what do you think? What do you think is the best beer in the world is like, dude, it, my palate's way different than yours. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make beer that I, I believe in that we want to make and we think is great and we're gonna give our customers a great quality product. Whether or not you like it though, uh, yes, we may put out a great quality product. You may appreciate that, but if you don't like drinking it, don't drink it. you know we were talking with uh, you know we were talking with, with your buddy over here about that earlier. At the end of the day, if you like drinking it, drink it. If you don't like drinking it, don't drink it. Same thing with with, with, ink, with eating. If you, if, you like, if you can cook it and you think it's delicious, eat it. Uh, if you don't, get, get the hell out of here. <laughs>
0: well, I only brought that up because of uh, what you said about Belgium Belgian beers. So, yeah, I can understand why. If, if you're not a big fan of Belgian beers, then you really don't get in the mood to brew a Belgian beer. So, let, let's take a quick break. DJ Muskratch gonna take us into, uh, man, we're changing the show up a little bit with some nice little, uh, like the country music that I grew up to. <laughs> and, yeah, so we're gonna. For Gary listen. P coming out, that's perfect. Gary P is coming out, yep, at the, at the brewery. We'll talk about that. And I am almost out of beer and I need to grow that pumpkin beer, Dream of Ages. We'll be right back. This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and it is that time of year, Oktoberfest. This means that it it's time to grab some and Sons Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. This celebration lager is tradition, margin style, super smooth, medium body, dark amber in color with a sweet multi-finish. True to tradition, this is a classic Oktoberfest lager, 7% ABV and badass. Find it at your favorite places like Drink of Ages Pub on draft and in package, Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. here on ESPN 97.5. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hots. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com. In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church. And inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer at the Saints and the Sinners, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know. With creative characters and bold twists, Back Pew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit backviewbrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer.
4: Backview Brewing Company.
2: I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps a-rollin' On down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowin' I hang my head and
0: Man, our guest tonight is Bobby Hurl from Pew Brewing Company, which is just a short drive north of Houston. Ben uh,
1: Porter, not that far. I mean, from, from downtown, it takes you like 20 minutes to get and I there. I debated ever making a Porter, just so everybody knows. Like, everybody thinks that I chose that because it's a beer style. No, no. We chose that because it's 14 acres out in an old, you know, uh, you know old church where they were speaking in tongues and handling snakes. But eventually, I, you know, it's just debatable. It's like, because we are in Porter, do I ever make a Porter? Um, and, I, and i haven't decided yet but we'll, we'll find out keep drinking and you'll see yeah i, I think it's definitely a style i, I
0: back to styles uh, i do enjoy porters and i love porters
1: yeah they? i think they're fantastic and uh, i would imagine that you guys would brew a pretty nice one well you, you know our brown ale which has a lot of those great porter flavors while being thinner and a little bit lighter which is exactly what we intended um, but we, we, we definitely have – so I do a different kind of porter, and not in terms of, like, I take a porter and flip it on its head. I'm not doing something crazy. The way we ferment it is really fun. We use some alternative uh, bugs to make our particular porter. And uh, in, in February, you'll get a little taste of a first-run batch. We're doing a little special thing for – the Super Bowl stuff, so that'll be fun, but, but it, it's, it's a good time. It's, uh, I'm very, I think it's really cool. It, it brings a lot of red wine character out and everything else to match with those roasted notes, so it's, it's a pretty good time, but porters are delicious. But right now, let's go back to the previous topic of pumpkin beers and funky pumpkin beers. You found it. I did. I did, and so now we have the
0: Boulevard Funky Pumpkin, a Spice Sour, because you said you never had a soured pumpkin ale.
1: I mean Boulevard puts out solid beers and this is a pretty cool one. It it's it's I don't get much sour out of it, but I certainly get I mean you could tell it's dried out. It's definitely dried out. Oh but uh, yeah. but the spice is still pretty prevalent. I was I was thinking like the spice would just go away. I figured it'd just be like pumpkin, just you know, whatever, they soured some pumpkin.
0: Well I wonder when they actually put the spices in.
1: That's got to be at the very end. It has to be at the end. T- otherwise, yeah. they're just going to get degraded away. Uh, but, but it's, it's that's pretty good. Like it's, as far as pumpkin beers, I'd wait. I'd rather drink that. that. That's pretty tasty. It is. It, yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice beer. Like I said, it's not real sour. No, it's. I don't really know the sour part. Well, it says funky. So let's be it fair. Funky. It could be a Brett beer. Yeah. So it could just be a funky Brett beer, which is totally cool, and that may actually fit the bill a little bit better. Because when it's sour, you get start getting those lactic acids in there. It could get a little. It could get odd. It's mean, like, hey, Grandma, you made, like, like curdled milk pie. Thanks. That sounds great. <laughs> Everybody's going to go, oh, man, curdled. Curdled. It's one of those words that goes with, like, moist and yeah, crusty, the, where the, that the, some the, of our listeners may not care for. It makes people think about awful things.
0: Mm-hmm. But Groats at the same time. On things, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. But at the same time, moist, moist can be
1: very good. I think I don't. Curdled can be really I, good. Well, uh, I'll debate the less one with you. The curdled part. I don't know what I've ever had is like awesome. It's curdled. Well, cheese. Uh, I cheese. guess Cheese. You want curd? You exactly. want cheese to be curdled? So that's fair. That's yep. fair. Yeah, I, I, I can dig on it. I can dig so on it. So it
0: depends on the, uh, what exactly we're talking about here, but no, it's a good beer. The the pumpkin beer that I've had that honestly I like the most, and it's actually brewed here by a semi local brewer uh, from Cyclers. They have they have one called Bonk. And it's I've an heard imperial it, pumpkin it. it looks very similar to this. Very clean, very clear, uh, very lightly spiced, but just absolutely delicious. And at nine percent, you can throw them down pretty easy.
1: No, Clay does a great job up at Cyclers. Um, you know, we, we're both so busy right now. I know he's he's tried to reach out to me, or he hasn't tried to reach out. But just we've seen each other at some festivals here and there, and it'd be great to do a collaboration. You were both in the northern side of town, and you know he's got apparently he's got a beautiful place up there. Um, you know, in the in the state forest up there. Yeah, I would love to do something with them. They, they seem to put up some solid brews. I, you know, it's funny, and the only reason I say it seems is because I just haven't had a chance to drink many of them. Um, as a brewery, everybody's always asking me, well, what do you think about their beer? I don't have a clue. I'm at my brewery. I wish I, I don't serve their beer here. I, I'd like to try it. And so that's what's cool about coming you know here, doing a show. I'm actually getting a chance to try some of the brews. Um, but uh, it's not because I think Clay makes bad. Every beer I've had by Clay seems to be solid. I'd love to do a collaboration with him, but I, I have not tried Bonk. I've seen it. I've heard of it, uh, but I have not had a chance to try it. I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot.
0: If you find it, you need to go out there and try because it right now it's one of the best pumpkin beers. I know Pumpkin Inter just came out. Uh, from st arnold i still haven't tried it yet we might crack open one during the segment uh segment break and see what we think of that i one. don't want
1: to plan anything
0: but you know let's throw it out there let's see what happens I'm talking with bobby Harl from back pew brewing company
1: and so you guys have been open for for a little while now we actually theoretically are coming up the first day we distributed beer was november 20th of uh last year so we're kind of coming up on our one year anniversary. It's kind of weird to think about that because I'm still just as tired as I was when I started. So, um, <laughs> so it hasn't gotten any easier yet. Well, huh? I mean, it's not about being easy. You know, the cool thing is things have been going well. We've had great support in the community. People are digging on our brews, which means that we got to brew more. We got to get more out there, and uh, so you know, it's a great thing. But you know, just uh, you know, I think there's a certain point where you know. You, you are building your team, and you know one thing about what we do at Back Pew is that we you know we love our people and our people love what we do, and so I'm you know we're really picky, not just me but everybody else about it. you got to kind of be part of the family, and it's not that we're we're negative about it, it's more like hey you know be in here you know, it, just things as simple as like when you come on the weekend you know it's when you come here you're here for a great experience and you should be welcomed by all of us, and if you're not digging on that and you start to get some weird superiority complex because you're part of a brewery you're out of here, it's not going to work for us so. Um, it's actually pretty rad. The only bummer is that yeah. November twentieth is Sunday before Thanksgiving, so we, everybody's like, "Oh, are you doing a great one-year anniversary party." No, no. that's gonna blow. Everybody's going home or eating turkey. Um, so we actually have yoga and hops coming out for the first time that Saturday before the nineteenth, and that's kind of how we're gonna do that. We got a bunch of cool, having doing a bunch of cool stuff on the pilot, so those will come out if we drink through them. Um, so we got some fun stuff coming up, but. But, yeah we've only we've almost been open a year we're working on getting cans out but uh, you know it, it's been a pretty wild ride we've, we're having a great time there's no, there's no sign of stopping
0: we have a here at the pub I mean we get a great feedback uh, a bunch of your beers oh thanks man it's good to hear of course the Blue Testament is yeah, yeah. probably the number one seller. Here that you guys have because awesome. it's one of that, the that when people come in they're like well you know I'm really skeptical about beer because where we are the location we get a lot of walk-ins sure and it's like oh try some of this Blue Testament like yeah I'll give me some of that and then from there I will get them to drinking Dragon's milk before the end of the day but it's a good starting point with Blue Testament um, we have the Resurrection on as well right now which that one is a tasty beer. It's very really tasty. tasty. It's very
1: different. We've, we've, um, so when we put that beer out, we knew that it was going to be a little bit strange for people. You know, the beer is so viscous because of the beta-glucans. It's so spicy. It's so, it's, it was a little bit creamy because we tried to keep it very traditional and Hefeweizen-like. Um, and it turns out that our, gen- our, our drinkers weren't a big fan of the fact that it was a little bit hazy and ex- you know, particularly excitable. Um, and so we have our second and last batch for this year coming out very soon. It's going to be nice and clear and get rid of that haze, but the flavor is fantastic. But you get great clove and banana notes, so it's like you get banana, you get clove. And then the spice from the rye, know everybody, if you see it pouring slowly, that's absolutely correct. It will be creamy on the mouthfeel. It's exactly correct. It's, it's really tasty, but it's a very different beer. And we thought, you know, we loved it. We wanted to put it out because it is so different. You know, we could put out a million IPAs. We wanted to just do something a little bit different because that's what we're all about. And, uh, you know, it's been a great ride, but we're really excited because, actually, John, this is a great segue. We were talking about styles earlier. We just submitted label approval for four different beers. And so I'm, I'm pretty excited to be able to release it. This is the first time anybody's heard about them. Um, we have Black Habit, which is our German Schwarzbier. beer. Uh, right now there's a little bit of it left on at Huey's. Um, but that's the only place it was because we did that for their benefit not long ago, which was really rad. That was a good um, time. And so it's a black lager, really cool beer. Uh, we have our 30 pieces, which are West Coast-style double IPA coming on, so we're getting label approval for that. We got our Active Belore Imperial Milk Stout. That's a 10.3% Imperial Milk Stout, very tasty. And then we have our Evil Doer, which is our Pale Ale, done with, uh, currently it's done with Amarillo. We're also looking at changing it to Idaho 07. We got a lot of label approvals out there, got a lot of fun stuff coming up, besides canning Blue Testament.
0: And I think it's time for us to sit down and come up with our own recipe, so we can do a collaboration. I've beer. been asking you about
1: it. You just got to tell me what beer
0: you want. We're gonna work on it, man. Yeah, I know, I know. We. The, uh, I think we'll figure that out during the break, and we'll tell everybody about it in the next segment. So let's take a quick break. DJ Muskrat's gonna play some more music for us. Uh, we're gonna finish this funky pumpkin, man. I, the more I drink I'm this, on it. the more I'm really it. enjoying it. So yeah, so drink of ages. Everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room, actually is Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room, located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Opera House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Spindletapbrewery.com. Get all your information you need. Town and City Brewing is a microbrewery in the heart of one of Houston's oldest and most iconic neighborhoods, bringing Houston worldly beers at a neighborhood level. The taproom and beer garden focuses on bar-like service with no need to purchase tokens or tours. Patrons can buy half pints, full pints, pitchers, and flights of beer. Bring your family, including your furry ones, because kids and pets are welcome. The kids can enjoy the house-made sodas. The kitchen is serving pub fare with brunch from 11 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Live music two days a week and a farmers market on the second Sunday of every month. Townandcitybrewing.com. One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, eight national crafties, eight imports and ciders five fancy pan specialty brews, one mead and one cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, Rudyardspub.com. Pub.com.
2: Nothing's been right since you've been gone. Nothing's been right since you've been gone. Thought it would be easy.
0: Thought I was strong. Thought All right, everybody. Dreamators, wrong. we're back on from our little short break. And uh, still talking with Bobby Harrell from Backpee and Company. you stuck with me. I am. Everybody is. <coughs> so, <laughs> he, he looked
1: away from me, for uh, the viewers at home.
0: <laughs> Just to make it more
1: visual, you know, <laughs> this, what's going on here at the pub, Uh also, let's let's describe this a little bit more. So, John, if nobody's ever met him, right now he's in a Kangol hat. He's got this awesome gray beard, so he looks very wise. He's in a cigar city brewing shirt, which those dudes are super cool. Apparently, they're supposed to come visit me in like February, which is an odd nice. connection, but yeah. yeah. And uh, so, me, I'm i kind of got the weird. I've got the, the super thick. There, like, man, I'm, I'm liking well, it. Well, it, it's coming in, but I've got like the uh, just that thick, kind of puby looking. Well, it's not puby. It's not. It's not thin. <laughs> it's just so curly and thick that you're kind of like, where does it? It's like a forest, and I want to go in it, but I don't because it might be scary. You, you
0: could put a pencil in it, and it would stain.
1: Well, I need to, yeah, it, which is rad because I'm always looking for something to write with. But, uh, but yeah, just, it still needs to come. It just seems like yours being a little wispier seems like knowledge. Mine's like need to shave um, because it makes the shaft look bigger.
0: Well, I I went a long time with that. Yeah, you know, once I started doing the radio show, I just quit shaving. And I was like, yeah, why not? I'll grow my beard. And so I've had a beard since I was like nine years old, some form of one. I,
1: I, see, I, I started shaving. Nobody believes me. I'm, I guess we're in the same camp. I, I just grow hair like it's my business. And so I've been shaving for a very long time, far before probably you should. But yeah. you, actually, it's just the way it works.
0: And so I think it just, you know, just goes to show like, what type of men that we are. Uh, Manly men. Manly, Manly men. Manly men, honestly.
1: And so now here we are. Nice beards, drinking beer. I mean, it's just only appropriate. Cheers to Sigma! This is the first time I've had their brews. Pretty tasty stuff. Just opened up not long ago. I haven't had a chance to make it over there, but cheers, guys. Uh, they were on the show before they did their grand
0: opening, and uh, their porter. I was very impressed by their porter. Their yeah, nice. APA was really good. Their XPA, I think, needs a little bit of work, but it was still a very
1: drinkable I beer. Had it, but so so far, pretty tasty stuff and. And, you know, it's kind of funny, like, on that quick note before we move to something else, is everybody goes, oh, you know, there's so many crap breweries opening up in Houston. Are you worried about it? And I said, so we're a city, we're the third largest city in the U.S., 2.1 million people in the greater Houston area. Plus, you start adding in Kingwood really isn't, I don't think, considered in that, and that's 63,000 people. The thing is, if you look at the number of breweries we have, we're relatively undersaturated, and we're still developing craft beer market, both in palate and everything else. If you come in the market and you make great product, I really don't care. That's great make great product if you have great product i have no problem if you have problems with your product and i'm not saying anybody does but if you start if you come in and you're just like i'm just gonna make beer get the hell out of my market you know that's, that's not what we're in here for we're in here to make quality craft beer that people can enjoy
0: that's been the big push from um, the texas brewers guild and even gabf this year was quality everybody everybody quality everybody. don't just go out there making beer make good beer
1: there was, there was an article that came out about two or three years ago. I can't remember who it was by, but it was somebody up in the Brewers Administration, uh, Brewers Guild kind of thing. And basically they were like, hey, look, you know, I was, at, I was recently at a beer fest, and I would say there's maybe five beers I thought was good, and there was over 40 brewers there. That's not the way this should work. You should go to a brew fest and be like, all of those were solid, really cool, different beers. Even if they're something you expect, say, Oktoberfest season. I tried 20 Oktoberfests, and they were all really good. You know, Maybe there were pluses or minuses to each one, but they were all tasty. I wasn't bummed I got one. He was like, I was pretty bummed that I got most of them and a couple shown out. That's not what this industry is about. This industry is about making damn good beer every single time, all the time. And I agree with that. I, it, it's hard. It's not an easy task, but it needs to happen, and that's what we're all about. She's leaving you, man. Hey, you know, she said, you know, I've listened, I have listen to you all the time talk about beer. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, right? uh, no, bye to you. No, and that was uh, Bobby's girlfriend
0: leaving. My wife, my wife's the same way. She she, she goes, I was like, why don't you come hang out with us? Yeah, why don't you just go do something? She goes, because all you do is sit around and talk about beer. I was like, no, no, no. That's all people do with me is talk about beer. <laughs> I'll talk about anything. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, let's talk about roller coasters. Yeah, let's talk about fishing.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah, well, we were keg- we were kegging up the second and last batch of Resurrection for this season today, and uh, me and the other guys we got into this big conversation about redfish catching down off the coast. It, <laughs> it happens. It does. It, it happens. Everybody's like, "Oh, you must just get drunk all the." No, we we were kegging beer, talking about redfish. Yep, that way it goes. And it's good to have those conversations.
0: Which we're talking with Bobby Harrell from Backbeef Brewing Company. Uh, but no, it, it's it's it's. I think during one of the breaks, I don't know if we were talking about it in the beginning segment or not, but uh, people always ask you, ask, you said that people always ask, what, what's your favorite beer? You know, what's your favorite beer? And and I get to ask that constantly. All the time. Constantly. All the constantly. Time. Like, like what's, if you're going to be on a desert island, what beer would you drink? It's like, I don't
1: get why that's a question. If yeah. I'm on a desert island, why the hell did I get there, and why didn't I plan ahead and bring a whole cooler? Um, but but it, it's just a weird question because what is the favorite beer? Like, for instance, so say – Middle of summer, Houston. Let's just put you in two scenarios. Middle of summer, Houston. You've been in there. You've been brewing a double batch, whatever. You probably want something pilsnery, gozy, Berliner weiss Now, in the middle of winter, you've been doing nothing but sitting at your computer doing accounting. What do you want? You want a winter warmer? You want an imperial Irish stout or russian stout something aged in a bourbon barrel yeah it's more what you're digging on it's not about being a best beer There's, there isn't a best beer it's like what are you in the mood for what do you got in your cellar what's on tap where do you go and then sometimes you know something as 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 just kind of friendly and, and obvious is is very comforting um so, you know so every now and then you know say founders breakfast stout. now here in texas that's a very common beer and I don't drink it very often. I do like it. I think it's a great, solid beer. But every now and again, when I kind of don't want to be bothered, I'll go have one of those on a cool day, and I'm, like, very happy. I'm a happy dude because it's a great, solid stout, good chocolatey notes, some good, you know, they, they, they use oats in there. It's very tasty. It's just a nice beer to have. Is this anything extreme? No. Is anything particularly hard to find? No, not at all but it fits the bill, and so it's a really, I don't think it's a fair question to ask somebody. It's like, what do you, I would think the question that you want to ask somebody is, right now, what would you be most interested in drinking? And so, like, that day, you may be like, well, I want a Heady Topper, or I want a uh, Pliny the Elder, or I want a, uh, I don't know, Goose Island, you know, Coconut Stout, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's something weird like that, but I'm just saying, you, know, you, you see what I mean, Is like, well, this is what I'm like, really, if I could have right now, for instance, my favorite Barrel-Aged Stout, not a detriment to anybody else. Everybody makes a great beer. KBS is a fantastic beer. Um, it, it's a it's wonderful just, beer. It's just yeah. a great beer. And that—that that is my favorite bourbon barrel-aged stout. Just, I don't know why. It just matches my palate very well. Um, do I think BBH is bad? Absolutely not. That's no comment on anybody. It's just that I think that's a great beer. And so if somebody hands me one in the middle of summer, I'm going to drink that damn thing. And I'm going to be super stoked about it. Did I think it's the best beer in the world? I don't know. But I'd certainly want to drink it. <laughs> well, I mean... People think Delirium Tremens is the best beer ever made.
0: I can't and drink. People love that. I can't even night. drink a glass of it. All right. Let's we'll take another quick break. DJ Muskratch. Much much scratch. Play us some music. And when we get back, we're going to talk about a badass event happening at Pew tomorrow. Ash Jack, but you should night. listen to Ash Jack. Yes,
1: Ash Jack. If, if, I'm going to have to listen to some Ash Jack. You very much do. Hank, the third big call out to you, but Ash Jack is badass. All right. We're going to uh, take a break. Can we may to be right back.
4: Sure I do.
3: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number ten, free shipping on your entire order. That's ten free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. Stretch
0: With, with back, back be brewing. brewing. We need to get our radio voices in because, you know, I, I, I listen to radio in the morning. I, I don't really have a radio voice either. But, you know, when you when you listen to, say, like uh, 94.5 in the morning and they're like, yeah. hey, guys, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, We're going to go here. We're doing this. We're lifting weights. We're whatever we're doing. And,. <laughs> <And it's> just <laughs> Listen, weights. No, no. we
1: certainly aren't. Sixteen ounces at a time, 16, man. Well, I don't it's, know. Yeah, every now and then we if, drink if by honest, the liter. To be fast, thirty-five. No, no. Well, ounces if you, if you
0: uh, and you, I would imagine you like math. So, if you go, how many sixteen-ounce, how many 16 ounce curls did you do in a day? And you're like, well, hell, I lifted like four hundred and eighteen pounds. What did
1: you lift? <laughs> 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 do, you, do, you do you even lift, bruh? Do you even lift? Yeah. Do you even, yep. even yoke, so, bruh? Oh, now, bad! But so much—we so much, have a better life. You know, it's—it's it's our heart it is here. because our, of it. It really is. So much—all that strain well, can't be a, good. The, 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 We're it, happy. We're happy.
0: It seems like that most people that drink beer actually look fitter. And I know it's kind of not the regular stereotype of the beer drinker, but the people that I know, most of them that sit around and enjoy beer, like good beers
1: they're not really in bad shape well there was an awesome study put out a few years ago about how craft beer makes you more in shape the only unfortunate unfortunate part was if you read the whole thing basically what they assessed was that if you like craft beer for the most part you're like somebody who will walk places and ride bicycles I'm just saying, in general, that that was what they found. And so it wasn't necessarily that craft beer has any less calories or anything else. It's just that people who generally would do craft beer live a little healthier lifestyle as opposed to like, yeah, so um, it it was weird. Like, I hope I rose a lot of you up out there and then burst your bubble immediately because I didn't want you to get like really excited that like, oh, I'm like paleo by drinking craft beer. No, no, you're not. Like, there's more calories in that. In fact, on our opening day almost a year ago, a lady like accosted me. About not having caloric count on our board, and I was like, "Why does that matter?" I just it couldn't compute for a minute. She was like, "Well, you know, those of us on like a million other diets, like it matters." I was like, "Um, you're not going to appreciate the number of calories in our product, so it's just best don't if know. you just don't know." Just don't know. know. Yeah, just, just you drink it to enjoy it. There's there's alcohol in there, which is notorious. It just it's going to increase the calorie count. And I didn't pull any punches, and I didn't try to make a low calorie. Well, beer. I mean, so I think I have-
0: if you go to McDonald's or Burger King, it's nice to see that calorie count on there i think it's good for people but if you go to del frisco's and you get a burger from del frisco's it doesn't matter what that calorie count yeah, just, is just, no, just enjoy just, i don't want to see that it. burger I don't, I which don't i have tell to you is it. one of my favorite burgers in houston It's over at del frisco's no, uh, you, you go to steakhouse and i order a burger but that's
1: i mean flipping patties have you had no. a flipping patties burger yet uh oh, flipping patties food truck the hangout liberty kit Ca- oh man it's it is legit it's cool it's like a it's like an Asian Vietnamese fusion restaurant, but their burgers had this awesome spice on it. Oh, I literally—you have to eat it away from stuff because it's going to drip <laughs> yeah. down your arm. You got to. Well, be, that's why it, I grew my beard groovy, out to exact, catch all that. Exact. Yes. You, you get it later, and then you get to you just, just kind of put it back in your mouth I mean, like mm, yeah, that was so good.
0: I, I braid it, and so I can chew on it and get the flavors
1: from earlier <laughs> of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I gnashed my teeth, but I figured out a way to solve that by putting my beard in my mouth and exactly. enjoying my burgers later. So we're hanging out with
0: uh, Barbie Harrell from Backview Brewing Company, and you guys have a really kick-ass event coming up
1: tomorrow. Yes, on October 22nd, Saturday, from noon to to whenever we are done, we have live music all day, which is our first time having live music out there. We built a stage and everything else. The cool thing is it's headlined by Gary P. Nunn. He's a legendary country artist. Uh, if you've listened to anything with Odyssey Limits, all that, he wrote that song. He's badass. We're going to have a great time. Come on out, hang out with us. We have actually an Oktoberfest style beer, despite the fact that we bashed on those earlier. We have an exto- <laughs> Oktoberfest style beer coming out for the day, and we're going to have a great time out there. And it's, It looks like High 78. I mean, oh, what, what's going to stop perfect. you from coming out and drinking beer and listening to great music and eating great food? we got two great food trucks out there. It's going to be badass.
0: Well, yeah, you have badass music. Uh, you're going to have some excellent beers, but at, at the brewery, the thing that. that like you guys have so much space in the backyard. You got 14 acres, which is so which is unique. I'm excited to get, come out there and see where you put the stage and how you have
1: all that set up. I'm glad you're coming out. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm glad you are because we've we've had that. We still have some of that very special beer that we can't talk about here for you. I will um, have it's, it's some gonna be this cool. Weekend. It's a it's at an angle. It goes back toward the sand pits. It really, just that beautiful. You know, if you're like, oh, you know, if I could take one of those Instagram photos with the sun setting in the background, that that that, that is our location, which is super cool about what we have. Um, you know, a lot of space back there, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be super cool. Gary, I know, is stoked to come on out. He he really wanted to play. It was pretty cool when we contacted him. So whenever you you hear about artists, let's just say as as a as a person who doesn't book shows. So if any of you out there book shows on a normal basis just close your ears because you're no fun if you've never booked a show with somebody who's relatively famous before you you don't know how that goes and so somebody walked in the brewery one day Jason who you know very well he said hey uh, what do you think about doing live music out here I said love to but I'm thinking about doing like a, sh- a, a rotating kind of like a quarterly show with hiring bands stuff like it focus on some local guys then finish off with a hiring guy just to get people out there he said what do you think about Gary P. Nunn and I said no no you can't get him he said oh yeah I can I said great well I would say like nine times, one time out of a hundred, we get them to actually say like, hey, I actually did it. Well, sure enough, I was brewing. I was on the brewing platform brewing a double batch the next week, and I get a phone call. I said, hello, Bobby Harrell. He said, hey, this is Gary P. Nunn, and I understand you have a brewery. I'd like to come play a show there. I said, that sounds fantastic. Um, What do we do next? (laughs) Because I had no clue. I never thought that Jason would come through. He said, well, I'm going to have my agent call you, and you all set it up. I said, great. Keep in mind, Gary's, like, late 70s, I and mean, he still is playing just as well as he ever did. And sure enough, and that's where we are today. He Jason literally knew that guy, called him up, and uh, it was so it was pretty cool. Now, as far as other acts, I don't know how it was, if it's going to go that easily, but it's pretty rad to hear, like, you know, one of the quintessential Texas country songwriters call me up and say, I'd love to play your place. Yeah, of all uh, time. Awesome, yeah. that sounds great. great. Sounds great. Uh, you also have one of my
0: favorites. One of my favorites playing oh, well, opening Marshall. up. Sheila Marshall. And by
1: the way, I think we need at least Sheila. If you're listening, we have, we uh, you know, unfortunately, Sheila had her uncle pass away this week. Otherwise, she'd be on the show today. So, Sheila, just know that we're we love you and we're thinking about you, and uh, you know, we we hope everything's going all right. We'll see you on Saturday.
0: Definitely see you on Saturday because uh, Sheila Marshall's been on the show a couple times, and every time is just very special. Uh, hey. She's one of my favorite female female
1: artists ever, and oh, yeah. so just
0: sit back and watch her sing.
1: It's nice. It was, it was pretty awesome when I, you know, we were thinking about like who can play before Gary because we really wanted to embrace the local thing and you know we're a little bit north, we're in Porter, and so we have, uh, we, you know, we have, we have, uh, uh, we have got a couple great artists coming out. But Sheila and we talked to John about it and John had her on. And he said, you know, you know, love female artists to a degree, but Sheila is one of the few female artists I can just kind of like sit back and enjoy all day long. And, you know, John listens to a lot of music, has, has curated a lot. And so I was like, yeah, we should probably get her. And she said, great, would love to do it, love to play for Gary and all that. So we're really stoked to have her on. She's going to be great. So this is all going down Saturday, and tickets are still available. You're, you can yeah, actually walk up and jump can. right in. You're going to be drinking a lot of beer, listening to some badass music. All day long. And so the live music, so we're having music all day long. We open at noon just like we do on a normal Saturday, 1 o'clock. Uh, we had our first act come on, 3 o'clock. Sheila Marshall comes on at 5 o'clock. Gary comes on for a 90-minute set. It's going to be a badass night. We're going to finish off the night right. It, it's going to be fun. If you, if, you, if you don't come on out, you're going to be missing something. It's going to be badass. It's going to be which good. what this show is all about. Badass music, badass beer, and it's all That's we got. It.
0: I mean, I'm sitting here with uh, holding my pint glass. It says badass in a glass. I
1: mean, just... uh, it's, we're going to make a badass duo pint glass. Because, you know, unfortunately, I know in the last segment we talked about oh, a joint beer. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we mean, ended up just talking, which, you know. Point. Is, is one, you know, if, if we actually kept these microphones on the entire time me and John talked, you would not want to listen to this show because we talk about some stupid <laughs> I don't things. Think, I don't
0: think ESPN would
1: let it air. Yeah, you know, it's, it's quite possible, but, uh, but barring those particular conversations, we are working on one and know that it will come out and it will be badass. I mean, otherwise it couldn't go in this glass, right? I mean, That's right. It's, it's going to be super cool. Yeah, it has to be Actually, badass. I think, you know what, John, let's, let's keep it from the people. Let's, they don't need to know. They can only come here and figure it out. And, or we'll save it for another show. I think we should save it for another show. You dirty bastard. I know. But you have, alter, you have ulterior motives. That's what we Maybe, do. We love this show primarily. Who's over here with us?
0: Right, well, Houston has stopped in from B-52 Brewery. He's Houston one of my, from Houston. One of my B-52 Brewery has yeah, stopped Yeah, one of the regulars here at the pub. One of my buddies coming here to drink some beer with us today. Always great to It is. And also a badass brewery to go check out if you've never been out there. It's oh, another yeah. one that that uh, is kind of like... Yeah, it sits out there in the woods on acres. And so when you're there, you're in the piney forest. Um, Here's and
1: badass. We need to get out there. It was, it was pretty cool. Their, uh, their folks, uh, the two owners, folks, visited us not long ago. We need to get out there. My folks, have, you know, because they help out because they're all retired and old. And, um, you know, they were helping out, so they ended up being like, oh, I'm old and retired. And they were like, I'm old and retired, too. And they hung out and drank beer all day. It was kind of <laughs> weird. So now my old and retired people need to go visit their old and retired people at their place. It's, it's, it was a very odd connection. Um, but, uh, but it's pretty badass.
0: Well so your parents know my parents, huh?
1: It's a weird <laughs> deal. It's, it's not something I do often, but I was kind of like, well, I'll get free beer I and mean, whatever, you know, I'm yeah. cool with that. You know, the, the, there's great beer and then there's cold beer and then there's free beer and then there's free cold beer and the free cold beer is the best, you know, just hands down. And then you get free beer and it's, it's debatable whether that's better or worse or equal to just cold beer. And then you have all, you know. Everything else.
0: All right. Well, we got to wrap the show up. And for one, thanks for having us, John. We appreciate it, man. Bobby, you and I are both out of beer. Cheers. Great to have you on. Backpeat Brewing Company. Come out there tomorrow. Check out their live show of badass music, great beers. If not, just come out there and check check them out online and uh, go out there and take one of their tours and hang out one Saturday afternoon. Come out and see us. Uh, this show is sponsored by Rar and Sons Brewing Company, Oktoberfest. The podcast is sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. You can find it on iTunes. If you ever want to listen to any of these old bad shows that we've done, you can find it on <laughs> iTunes. Badass shows. He up the ass part. Badass shows. But bad yes, that's shows. what I meant to say. Uh, you can find it at drinkofages.com as well. Golf tournament sold out, so for all you people that missed it, we're gonna too be there. bad. Got I don't know if we're going to serve a
1: single pint of beer, but somebody else can pour it themselves.
0: Yep, yeah, but hey, guess what else is happening? Funk Fest. Houston Funk Fest is happening Ooh. December 10th. Ooh. Just remember this. Next week, we'll talk about it. Everybody be safe out there. Have a great weekend. Drink of we'll Talk to next
2: week. Whiskey River, take my mind. Don't let a talk to me. Whiskey
1: River,
2: don't run dry. I, I, all I got, take care.
4: Hey, good beer drinkers, this is Garrison, the head brewer Spindle Tap. If you're digging IPAs these days, you should definitely try our new West Coast-style IPA hop gusher. You're going to get a lot of dank tropical notes from the excessive amounts of Amarillo, Citra, and Mosaic. We just started canning it last week. So come pick it up fresh from our brewery at 10622 Hirsch Road. You can also get it freshly poured at Drink of Ages Pub. Also look for it at your nearest grocery store soon. Check us out at SpindleTapBrewery.com. This is Chris from Beers Looking at You, the newest craft beer spot in Clear Lake Webster area. If you're coming down to Galveston or stopping by NASA, check us out every day, noon to midnight. You can bring in your own grower. You can pick one up here. There are 39 taps to choose from.
1: We're half beer store. We've got everything from Houston, Texas, and beyond.
3: Be sure to check out our live draft list on our website, beerslookingatyou.com, or through the Digital Pour app. Hope to see you soon. Thanks.
4: Stuck to an Austin pick For doing a rip and rock doing it down to contemporary beat While I laid back Austin that stomp feet. Got a Lone star hat and real short hair They don't like me in Nashville But I don't care Picking and a grinning and a swapping songs Just a good old boy trying to get along There's me and Willie and Jerry Jeff Mike Murphy, Hubbard and all the rest We're just doing this thing. Come on, everybody, want your help? Hey, Flaco! Them greasy wheels keep a rolling long. Ten of thread gills up there, yodeling strong. Jimmy Rogers' song's alive Hell Al fiddle draws people Like a beast to the hive. That's how There's Bill and Bonnie And sleep at the wheel And Herbert and Steiner on the pedal steel. Towns of Bill Are making nightly rounds Bill and everybody wants a come and Get on her! All the other pickers, don't you be inflamed If you didn't happen to hear your name Our DJ friends gotta do their job So two and a half minutes is all I've got There's me and Willie and Jerry James and Mike Murphy